0: come into the program. Jeff Wilson, Jeff covers the Rangers and Major League Baseball and and Jeff, first of all, are you going to have anything to cover this spring?
1: <laughs> Good Ooh. question. I, I I haven't booked my room yet. I I you know, I've got a couple of places on hold, but they they're set to expire, so I I I think so. I just don't know when. I'm think I'm thinking probably the end of this month. I think that's that's my new guess.
0: Okay, so if if it is the end of this month, how does that affect the start of the regular season? If pitchers well, and catchers are reporting at the end of February instead of the middle of February,
1: sure. And and I mean it's it's not uh it's not insignificant, you know, because spring training is for the pitchers. I mean that that's why you have spring training so the pitchers can get built up and not get hurt. So, you know, they're they're they have been throwing bullpen sessions, you know, uh, on their own. That's that typical thing in the off seasons before camp. So. So they won't come in and be starting from scratch, but you know you like to have a progression where you they start off at 30 pitches, 45, you know, they kind of build up by 15 or 20 each start. So I think that what will happen is that the regular season you will see pitchers who go five innings and you know stop at 60 pitches even though they're feeling fine. You know, they you really have to protect you really have to protect the pitchers. So I think. I think the first two weeks of the season, let's say, will look like the last two weeks of a normal spring training, and um, I, I, that's not that's not bad. I mean, the first two weeks of spring training are pretty terrible, but uh, you you gotta you gotta have these pitchers for the long haul, and you gotta take care of them, and, and just letting them go unbridled there at the start of the season if they're not ready is a recipe for disaster. Jeff, at what point does this become a sense of urgency for Major League Baseball? Well, yeah. I've said this before in baseball, everything gets done right at the last minute of a deadline and, and they don't have a deadline for this, but I think that they've always had a soft deadline of March 1st to, to avoid losing regular season games. And so you you can look at it that way. And, you know, they have 18 days basically to, to get something done. And um, so I think there is an urgency factor, you know, last week was a disaster with, (laughs) the MLB trying to call for a mediator and the players rejecting it uh, right now. The owners are in Florida meeting Rob Manfred's supposed to talk to them today. Uh, so I would expect that, that going forward from today, there will be a, there'll be an offer either. I would say Friday or, or Monday to start the next week. And then things would pick up pretty precipitously because I really don't think there's a major issue here that, that is a, uh, gonna cause this thing to blow up. It's not like ninety four ninety five with with the salary cap. There there's nothing here that it doesn't seem like they can find middle ground on.
0: And that's what I was going to ask you. What 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 if anything is is the big hang is the big hang up right now.
1: Yeah, well I you know players players want younger players to get paid more. You know, the minimum salary right now is a very nice five hundred and seventy thousand dollars somewhere in that ballpark. But but that's what players make for three years. Um, Again, I wouldn't complain about it. We'd all
0: struggle to make our make our mortgage payment on that.
1: Yeah, but then but then you see guys who are contributing as much as some of these young guys who are making you know twenty million thirty million. So I think they wanted to you know have a uh, more distribution of a higher pay across the spectrum. You know, average salaries have gone down the last two years, and I think another thing that that I don't really know that the owners have mentioned a lot is that tank, the, the players do not like it when teams tank. Uh, the reason is because they don't; those teams aren't investing money, which means there's less competition for players and less demand. You know, uh, more supply, so prices are going to go down. So that's a legitimate issue, and I think that's why you see the talk about uh, uh, a draft lottery, so that it kind of takes away the guarantee of teams. Being able to to tank from the number one spot now two three and four aren't bad but you know I think the larger the lottery the better uh, and but I, I, th- those are those are two really big issues that that are are not being addressed uh, at, at, to the players liking so far. How do, how does all this affect the double AA and triple A levels right now in baseball? They're they're not affected they they are not on you know pl- players who are on the forty man roster who are going to be in the minor league are affected by this like like sam huff for the rangers for instance uh he he can't participate in in, in any minor league activities even though he's likely to start the season in the minors but you know the rangers already have guys who are in arizona getting ready they're going to have a mini camp uh on the 21st minor league camp report date is march 5th and an opening day is april 5th or april 8th so the minor leagues are going to start on time but it's uh it'll be it'll be weird it'll be a lot like last year i guess you know the minor leagues had their own camp after the major league camp but uh minor league baseball is unaffected it's a a full go
0: talk to us a little bit about uh the announcement that i think came out yesterday where major league baseball said part of the collective bargaining agreement they were no longer a test uh uh, for what's what's going on there and what's that about
1: well you know they're they're not under a lockout the teams in and, and major league baseball they're not allowed to have contact with players you know if you, if you go to mlb.com for instance all the mugshots are down of players uh, there there's uh when you go to the like the roster tab for a team there's no mention of a 40 man roster so it it's it's they i guess they're playing by 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 the rules but um by not testing you know the 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 joint drug uh, policy uh, is, is not being enforced. And so they're really um, playing with fire. I think, you know, are, are there players who are really going to take that chance, you know, have <laughs> because, and, and hope that, that the the, the cycle um, of steroids gets out of their system before they are tested. I, I don't know if, if players would do that. I'm sure there is somebody out there that would, you still see guys getting popped every once in a while, but um that that's basically what it boils down to, and 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 maybe MLB's naive. Maybe they're hoping, hey, you know, players know better. But I don't know. It's an interesting can of worms that they've opened up for sure.
0: Hey, will you feed that guy?
1: <laughs> you know what? My wife just got home from working out, and uh, she's just sitting there with her headlights on, and so it's dri- it's, dri- it's driving our poor little dog nuts, and and she's getting older, and she's a. Uh, she, she lets you know she's a little high maintenance. I hear you <laughs> so, talking with Jeff Wilson I'm trying, from Substack. I'm to get away from her, <laughs> Jeff. For Ranger fans, what are they to expect when the lockout's over and this team takes the field? What are the expectations that you see from this team? Well, they're going to be better. You know, that's I, 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 easy to say because they lost 102 games last year, but they've got they've got a chance to you know I think at best be 500 when the lockout ends, it's going to be interesting because, you know, they still want to, they still want to acquire players. You know, you keep hearing Clayton Kershaw, uh, say Suzuki, the Japanese outfielder. Those are like the two big names that, that the Rangers are definitely interested in <clears throat> and, and whether they acquire them or not, uh, yeah, you know, obviously will be determined. Uh, but you know, with the additions of Seeger and Simeon, uh, John Gray, Cole Calhoun, there, there's some veteran guys, um, which th- that that team after basically uh, the trade deadline did not have. So the, the young guys will have some veteran leadership. You, you have, you know, two really, really good middle infielders, um, elite caliber all-star players. Um, so, you know, the lineup's going to be deeper. They're going to score more runs more consistently. Uh, you still have to wonder about the pitching staff. You know, they're not going to invest <clears> – <throat> a ton of money into it. Uh, they, they want young pitchers to develop still. I mean, they've, the Rangers have admitted that that despite these additions, it's still going to be hard for them to make up all this ground in the standing. So uh, we'll, we'll see. It'll be better. It'll be more entertaining for sure. They'll have a chance every night, whereas last year <laughs> they really didn't have a chance. So um, it, it'll be a better brand of baseball. More people will want to watch it.
0: I, I was just curious, I was thinking about this uh with the way this club was has been put together is there and you've been around this for a long time is there any way to judge chris Woodward? I mean, do we know what kind of manager he's he is or is going to be when he has major league baseball talent across the board? I mean, do you got a good feel, a good sense for what for what woody's about?
1: yeah, it's pretty funny because I told him last year point blank. I said, I don't know if you're a good manager or not, and he and he he laughed and he said, I know I haven't had to win any games, so he he uh, he gets it. I mean, he he's obviously you know confident that that when the time comes, he'll be able to make the right matchups and get get everything right. But he he's he's been more like a uh, you know a a daycare instructor, you know, a daycare leader, and a, a, a cheerleader, and and trying to get these kids, trying to keep them alive, you know, from from bearing. Burying their heads in the sand and, and trying to, you know, hide from the the challenge. He's trying to keep them confident, and and uh, it's it's pretty funny that you asked that because it's a legitimate thing, and and he knows it, you know, and and um, they they feel like you know the Rangers feel like they hired him obviously because of his energy, how, how much he uh, has adapted to analytics. He came from a winning organization. The Dodgers. Uh, he was involved in that as their third base coach. So, you know, he knows strategy. He 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 just hasn't had to apply it. And then uh, that's a pretty good observation, like I said, because uh, it's true. It's true. We we don't know how Chris Woodward, the game manager, is. At what point do we know? And at what point does that seat start getting hot for Chris? You know, I I think he's still got this year. Um, you know. It, it, the he he still hasn't been set up for success you know it, and and uh the the you know ownership and and uh the front office knows that so i think he still gets some leash this year i think i think this year he's um free and clear unless it's, i mean if now if it's an utter disaster um despite <laughs> their best intentions then then he's probably might might feel some heat but i th- i think that that next year is the year. I think it's the year for John Daniels too. I think that, I think that next year is a a pretty important year for, uh, for, for those two.
0: Yeah. The one thing that we, we've talked about here is with Woody, is he and his staff, are they teaching and working with these young guys and getting the absolute most out of these players, whether they're major league baseball ready or not. And that's the one thing that we'll never know because we're not, we're not there.
1: Yeah, you know, it. You, you see him um, every day in batting practice. You, you see him out before batting practice doing early work. Uh, so there, there's definitely work being done. Uh, I, I would say that that they they've actually had to work harder, uh, and and some of it didn't work. You know, we'll be honest. You know, they made some <laughs> some changes with the the hitting coaches. Um, that that was three years of, of pretty uh, bad offense. It, it it just didn't work so they've they've turned over the offensive staff but the, the pitching coaches are back all the rest of the staff was back and so it's i mean it's legit to see these guys out there and it's every day and uh, even even the last day of the season there were guys out early taking ground balls and fly balls so um i i i definitely you definitely cannot criticize them for for their their work ethic and desire to to make these players better
0: all right, Jeff, uh, tell us where we can find your stuff, uh substack.com, talk a little bit about that and uh, and everything that you've got going on.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh jeffwilson.substack.com. Um I've written I'm not lying, I've written every weekday uh since the the start of the new year. Uh I've written 6 days a week. So there's there's nothing going on, but there's always something going on with the Major League team. So, um it's five ninety a month, 5.99 a month or $60 for a year. Uh it goes right every story goes right to your inbox in and, and your email. So it's a piece of cake and uh again, it's 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 a pretty high volume of work. So if you like the Rangers, I'm I'm, I'm here to help you out.
0: Jeff, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, and thanks for putting up with my dog. I appreciate
0: it. Bob, <laughs> <No problem>. that <laughs> was fun. Hey, we'll talk to you soon. And it's Jeff Wilson from uh Substack.com.